This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. Well, it has been a while. It's time for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast Live down in San Diego at the winter meetings. Bob, how are you? I'm good. Um... I love it when the winter meetings are on the West Coast. Uh, it's a quick trip and usually sunny and travel isn't too bad. And so, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting here this year. And certainly this kind of halfway point of the uh, the off season. And after this, it's kind of downhill towards spring training again. Is it kind of crazy? We've gotten through Thanksgiving. I mean, Christmas is right here. We're at the winter meetings. This has been a fast off season. Yeah, it seems like every year it gets faster and faster. Um, but yeah, well, you know, once you get to this point, you know, you, you still feel like, you know, you're early December, but next thing you know, Christmas is here and then your first of the year and then spring training starts, it seems like earlier every year. So it goes in a hurry. And I think about you and the MLB Network came out with this whole, they had all this data about this event and everything. And one was about the managers. You're the longest tenured manager in baseball. Is that crazy to you? Yeah, I thought uh, it is crazy to answer your question. I thought that Francona, but I guess not with Cleveland. So Correct. I think it's it's amazing. And you, but now you look at the other side of it too. You look at the National League. I, I read that as well. Craig Council, who played for me, who seems like he's been managing two years, is is the longest tenured guy in the National League. So that kind of tells you where the game has gone as far as the managerial hires. Uh, when we have our luncheon tomorrow, there's probably a few faces that I'm not going to know, and it seems like that's the the case every year. Um, but it means I'm getting old, and it means to somehow find a way to keep a job. That means you're successful, and that, that is funny. Craig Council played for you. Is that unbelievable? <laughs> Longest tenure. He looks like he's 12 years old. <laughs> That's what, and, and you know what, what? What's cool about the meetings is the fact that, you know, we all get together, and, you know, I get to see a lot of different faces for me of guys that I interview throughout the year. So what's it like for you when you come to these meetings? Because you don't get to see all these guys that you've known for so long uh, on, on, you know, let's say a monthly basis or a yearly basis, like kind of a one-time year deal. Right. And it, it is literally, I've been in pro ball since 81, um, 81, 82. It is yeah. impossible to walk down the hall and not see at least 15 people that that have touched your life and touched your career. So, uh, this is the one time uh, a year when everybody gets together, whether it's scouts, whether it's player development, whether it's coaches, whether it's managers with players. It's it's all the people in, in baseball that uh, make the sport what it is. So it's it's a cool three days. Would you like to break some news that there's a mystery team now in on Garrett Cole? Is that the A's? I don't think so. I I I. I I, we're probably on his list. I know he's a California guy. Uh, whether or not we're going to be able to make that market, I don't. I, I doubt. 
But I think our, our starting pitching is in pretty good shape this year. Yeah, how nice is it to come to San Diego to the winter meetings and know pretty much, okay, you need a second baseman. They're talking about a left-handed bat somewhere, but pretty much your team is set. It is to an extent, and, and you know, you, there's always room for improvement, but I never come here and say, okay, we need this, we need that. I'm, I'm usually pretty happy with what we have, and then if you do end up acquiring something, then it's, it's like Christmas. Um, but this, this is as locked in as we've been in a while, and it's, it's, it's exciting for me because, you know, the young position player group that you've seen come to the forefront in the last couple of years now gets to get together with the young pitching prospects that we've had in our organization. We're a couple of years behind them, and you saw a little bit of that last year with Puck and Lazardo, and, you know, guys like uh, Dalton Jeffries on his way and James Caprillion and, and Frankie Montas is back and Sean Manaya is healthy again. And now we're talking about a, a good young position player group that, that's matching up with the pitching and some of the veterans we have in the bullpen, some of the veterans we have on, you know, in, in our position players and in the lineup. I'm about as excited for this year as I have any year that I've, I've managed. I think of your six. You have legit, we'll throw Chris Bassett in there because right. I know he's out of options and I don't want to lose him. So you got six guys, and then I think AAA for Fran Reardon. You legitimately have two legit pitching staffs at the big league level and also at Las Vegas AAA. Right. And you know you're going to need them. I mean, I think I, I, my, my Mariner team in 2003, I believe it was, we used five starters the whole year. They all pitched 200 innings. Ryan Franklin was 199 and two-thirds or something like that, but they all made their starts – they, they, it doesn't happen anymore. Wow. You, you, need, you need eight for five. You need ten for five nowadays, especially with, you know, as much a priority as you put on your high-end arms. If, you, if the guys are feeling something, you shut them down for a while. It didn't used to be the case, but you definitely need uh, depth as far as the rotation goes, and we've seen it here the last couple of years that we've needed it. You know, I know one guy that means a lot to you, and the way he played last year, Marcus Simeon, and to get the third in the MVP – just what now that you think about the year, played every day, let off for you, monster numbers. Just when you reflect on the year that Marcus Simeon had, what is it for you as a manager? Beyond historic. I mean, he, he scored as many runs as Reggie Jackson did in, in, in Reggie's prime year, you know, 100 and what was it, 30 or 40 runs or something like that. Third to me, I thought was a slight, to tell you the truth, with, with what he meant to our team and where our team went. It, you know, you're leading off, you're playing shortstop every day, you're hitting homers, you're making great defensive plays, you're, you're, you're durable, you're, you know, all the above. It just there wasn't a category that he wasn't elite in. And, and to see that all happen in one year for him from where he came from, it, it really is an amazing story. And I don't think he gets enough credit nationally for who he is, but certainly everybody in the Bay Area knows who he is now. Yeah, I mean, the, the growth. I mean, that's something you just don't see, especially at the big league level. Right. And a lot of times you're not afforded the opportunity to grow like that. You know, when you have a tough year like you did, what was it, in 15, a lot of teams won't stick with you. But we were in a position there for a couple of years where we, you know, we knew there was a ton of upside and, and you know, you, you feel like you need, you, this guy's going to give you something at some point. But then the work ethic, you know, he gets together with Wash and finds a routine and, and finds a work ethic that works for him. He's a smart guy on top of it. He's analytically based. He knows what he needs to work on. He'll come into spring training this year with a couple of things that, that he thinks he was deficient in last year, and those are the things he's, he works on. So I haven't been around a player that, that, that's been as aware of his own ability as, as he has. So Jerks and Profar on to San Diego. 
You get Allen, the catcher, left-handed hitter. Talked to some people at the winter meetings. They said he got better defensively, but he can really swing it. And I look at that from a standpoint for you. Murphy's the guy. But this now may give you an extra weapon for a pinch hitter off the bench. Do you see it that way? Well, yeah, and, and Jonah Heim had a really good year for us, too. So he's going to be in the mix for, for that position as well. And he's a switch hitter. So we, we have three young catchers that we feel really good about. I don't know Allen as well. I've looked at some of the numbers. Looks like he's got quite a bat, maybe a little bit of work defensively. To uh, But Marcus Jensen is terrific with working uh, with, with catchers defensively. So... Um, we're in a good position there. Whether or not we look for maybe a little bit more of a veteran guy to add to the mixes too might be a prudent thing to do, maybe another left-handed bat. Based on Sean Murphy's workload the last couple of years with the injuries, we have to be careful with him. We know we're not going to be able to run him out there for 130 games, so we're going to need a tandem with him. At this point, we feel like we have two young guys that we can draw on between uh, you know, Allen and Haim, and, and we'll see what, uh, what happens down here as well. I know we got a long way to go, but as of right now, where we are at the winter meetings, what do you think about second base? Well, you know, we have some options, whether it's Chad Pender, whether it's Mateo, whether it's Barreto, whether it's Noisy, uh, and, and some experience there in the position as well. We are a little right-handed dominant, and I know Billy and David are going to be looking for a left-handed bat, too, to add to that mix as well. Who knows? This might be the year that Franklin Barreto gets a, gets 500 at-bats and, and hits 30 home runs and, and you know, kind of comes into the, the the player that we envisioned when we made the trade years ago. Uh, Mateo is quite an athlete too, so it's not like it's we really need to upgrade in that position, uh, but, but Billy and David are always looking. Like I said, we're a little light with the left-handed bats. Yeah, how much do you think about that as a manager when you just go, okay, you got Olsen, which is a major left-handed bat, and that's pretty much it unless Robbie Grossman's in the lineup. Correct. And and Robbie will be there some. You know, he did a nice job for us last year, and, and he'll be part of it too. We'll see what the catching situation with left-handed bat. I'd rather miss right on right than left on left. you got a ton, a ton of left-handed hitters. Left-handed pitching can really neutralize you. Um, so our, our most of our righties can hit right-handed pitching. It's not that big a concern. But obviously against the premier right-handers, that can be really difficult on you. It's nice to have a few more left-handed bats. How do you feel about this new rule that's going to be implemented where a pitcher's got to face three guys? Yeah, I, is that, I don't know that's for sure yet. Not for sure. Right. But yeah. And, and it's, I'm fine with it. You know, you just have to acclimate to it. I, I don't know what the dynamic will be if a pinch hitter runs up there, if you're allowed to go get somebody else if they pinch hit. I'm not sure they've come to a decision on that, too. Um, but, you know, that's why a Jake Diekman is signed, because he gets righties out just as well as he gets lefties out. You definitely have to have an eye on guys that you know are going to be able to run through it, because if you're not allowed to take him out for a pinch hitter and he has to run through three guys, you know, we're, we're on the other side of it. We're, okay, this is where you pick your spot and your leverage matchup with a pinch hitter, and you're going to have to wear it. So uh, it'll be a little bit different, and I think the complement of pitchers that you want on your team may, may have to make an adjustment too. All right, so we got the rest of the offseason. What's Bob Melvin doing? Are you biking? Are you golfing? What Are you hiking? What are you doing? Well, I had a little neck surgery, so I'm, I'm getting through that right now. How is that going? It's all right. I've been, uh, it's about six weeks now, so I start to, to do some rehab here. And I'm going to make a Hawaii trip. Uh, we back that off a little bit. Usually, usually we go in November, so we're looking forward to that coming up. And then I'm telling you, once you get past December and into January, it's all about baseball right around the corner. So I might get on my bike a little bit here too, but uh, do a little hiking and so forth. But once you leave here, like I said, you get past Christmas, it's, it's spring training in a hurry. Back-to-back 97 wins. I can't tell you how excited I am for the regular season. I can't imagine what you're feeling like. Right. As disappointed as it was 
you know, losing those wild card games, that is not going to detract from the enthusiasm that we have coming into this year. This is as exciting as I, it's ever been for me in this organization and has a chance, you know, knock wood here, barring health, to be one of our best teams ever. Can't wait, Skip. Enjoy the rest of the winter meetings, and we'll talk to you in January. You got it. Thank you. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.